2: I'm James Erpine, and this is the Locked On Bengals podcast coming to you from Paul Brown Stadium on a Monday. Great to be with you on Twitter at James Erpine at Locked On Bengals. Subscribe iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher and wherever you get your podcast. You can follow on Twitter, like I said, at Locked On Bengals and at James Erpine, and at Locked On Bengals right now has a new cover photo. And the cover photo is cool because it's exactly what I'm looking at right now as I record today's podcast. Uh, A lot to discuss today. I'll talk one-on-one with Bengals wide receiver Alex Erickson. I'll ask him if he has any advice for me. He got married a year ago. and Since I'm newly engaged, I figured I'd ask him that also. Going to talk to him about the new offense. Going to talk to him about the wide receiver room. We will talk football. Don't you worry. And Carlos Dunlap had the opportunity to talk with him one-on-one, and that's where I want to start today's show is because Carlos Dunlap is a guy that I think we all want to keep around. And there's uh, a couple people that keep talking about uh, Bill Pullian, and he said you got to watch out for signing defensive ends on the wrong side of 30. I think Dunlap is a freakish athlete enough that even if he takes a step back, let's say two years from now, he takes a step back, declines a bit. He's still going to be good enough, and more than serviceable and worth another contract. Uh, His agent, Drew Rosenhaus, was at training camp over the weekend, and you got to think that the Bengals, and if I had to bet, excuse me, I would bet that they're able to get a deal done with Geno Atkins and or Carlos Dunlap before the regular season starts. They're not going to go into this season. It's my belief that they're not going to go into this season 2018 and not have one of those guys under contract long term because the beauty of getting one of them done and I think they would prefer to get Geno Atkinson he's the better player he's one of the best players is probably the second best player on the team behind AJ Green to me you get him done you can always franchise Carlos Dunlap You can always do what you need to do to to keep him around for a year. The the Bengals rarely use the franchise tag, and you're saying, well, what about Tyler Eifert? If he has a good year, you can't worry about what-ifs. The reality is is this defense is very important to this team's success this year. This defense doesn't have many question marks. I I was on a, a show yesterday, and they were asking me about the defense, and really we're talking about proven commodities here. I mean, I mean, the offense, there's a lot of question marks. If Joe Mixon is as good as everyone thinks, including me, if John Ross can stay healthy and is as good as I think he is, if A.J. Green, if the new offense, if the offensive line, if, 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 if. On the other side of it, on defense, what ifs are there? If Carl Lawson is better than he was last year when he had 8.5 sacks, he is. If Carlos Dunlap can be the guy that he's been, I'm sure he can be. If Geno Atkins is a a beast, if William Jackson III can be the guy that we saw all last season already, proven commodities. I I mean, honestly, the biggest if is if Vontez Perfect can come back, fit right in with the linebacker group and in game number five, make an impact right away. I think that's going to be key, especially with the first four games. They have a brutal schedule to start and and i really think the bengal's need to go two and you know, to start the season because i think they're going to lose at carolina and at atlanta. so when you when you start the first three uh three of four on the road, you have to get off to a quick start. so to me the defense is proven. i'm not really worried about it. remember heck it was probably a year and 4 months ago or about that we were talking about how bad their pass rush was. remember when the bengal's needed to draft a pass rusher pass rusher ninth overall? They've turned that into a position of strength with a fourth-round pick and a third-round pick and another third-round pick. I mean, think about it. Think about what they've done. And so I like what they've done uh, on defense. I think their defense is the key to this season. Offense, obviously, uh, I misspoke, actually. It's not the key to this season. If I'm banking on one unit, though, to have success this year, and I'm the Ross guy, and I believe in A.J. Green, and I, you, you can never sway me on, on A.J. being a stud, and I think Joe Mixon's going to be a stud. He's probably going to be—I won't be surprised if Joe Mixon's the best player they drafted last year, which is saying something since they got Carl Lawson, which is saying something since I'm really high on John Ross, et cetera. But to me, I know what I'm going to get from that defense. Now, will they be elite? Maybe not. Can they be? Sure. But should they be top 10 with all that talent? Absolutely. Think about it. Like Your biggest liability, your biggest concern or biggest worry as a fan going into this year, and I've seen it all over Twitter and training camp, uh, looking at videos and stuff, is a $50 million corner in Dre Kirkpatrick. He's fine. Does he get beat sometimes? Sure. Did he have a, an up and down season last year? Absolutely. But do I think Dre can be a very capable Number two outside corner opposite William Jackson with Darquez Denard in the slot? Absolutely, I can't. And if that's your biggest concern in the secondary, I'll take it. If your biggest concern uh, among the position groups is linebacker, position groups on defense, of course, is linebacker, I'll take that too. You have the NFL's league leader uh, in tackles last year in Preston Brown, who you signed. You have Vinny Ray, who's the... Such a good dude in the locker room, such a leader on this team. You have young athletic players that we've talked to here on the Lockdown Bengals podcast, including Nick Vigil, Jordan Evans, who I will certainly talk to during training camp at some point. They drafted uh, Malik Jefferson. I mean, this team in that linebacker room, it probably is their weakest position group on defense. And it's still pretty good. It is, or at least— has the potential to be pretty good. Now you add Vontez Perfect in there, and it will be good. There's no denying it will be good. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Like I said, I had a chance to catch up with Carlos Dunlap earlier today. Here's my conversation with Dunlap. Carlos, uh, what what are your new impressions or early impressions, I guess, of new defensive coordinator Terrell Austin? Um,
3: I like the intensity that he brings to the game. Uh, he obviously it does wasn't it a little me. different it than coaches we had before, but I feel like it's pretty effective. Um, and I like the way he's, you know, moving guys around. Um, no guy's going to, you know, focus on just one position.
2: When you see a guy like Carl Lawson, and it was apparent yeah. to me, because uh, I hadn't seen him all off season that he looked different from last season to this year. Uh, what do you see? What have you seen in his development so far throughout camp?
3: Uh, his physique, first thing you see. <laughs> yeah. um, it looks like he slimmed down um, and, you know, gained a lot of muscle as well. Uh, he's, he's always been explosive already, <laughs> but now he's, he looks, uh, you know, even more tuned and more in shape than he was last year. Um, and he's and it's just playing on the field. He's playing the run a lot better. You know, people put that knock on him saying that he can't really play the run, but he's been working at it at camp, and we're seeing him slowly make improvements. So that's encouraging.
2: Is it exciting for you? You on one end, Carl on the other, and obviously Gino in the middle. I mean, that's that's pretty exciting on paper. It's definitely
3: exciting. Anytime you put your best four wrestlers on the field at the same time—me, Gino, Mike, and Carl—that's um, that, a headache for any offensive line. So, um, and the fact that you know we can all be trusted—you know—if there happens to be a hard ball run, mm-hmm. you know that gives us even more flexibility as defense. So, look forward to seeing it
2: in the locker room with uh, Carlos Dunlap. and You obviously on the 2015 team. Um, That that was the the best team that we've seen record-wise in a long time here in Cincinnati. On paper, at least, do you feel like this team since then is the best roster that this team could get back? Uh, Maybe not 12-4 and or anything like that, but get back to the the years where you guys were going to the playoffs every year? Um, Yeah,
3: I feel like um, this roster here is... You know, just about as good as any roster that we've had here. we got a lot of young guys who are stepping up um, um, in some critical places that we need them to. Um, I feel like we've done a pretty good job drafting these last couple of years, just like we did with my, my class and <laughs> the years before that. Um, but now that they got their second year under their belt, you know, the Joe Mixons, the John Ross... I look forward to seeing what they can add to the offense, you know, because, you know, that 15th season we had all those weapons and all those explosive guys, and you still got those guys here, but you added a John Ross and a
2: Joe Mixon. Have you noticed the difference in those two, in John and Joe, and if so, what have you noticed? Absolutely.
3: Um, You know, more confidence. I mean, they came in, you know, ready to work and do whatever it took to get on the field. But now they got that confidence, that, you know, that ownership that it's theirs now, and they just need to you know, make the best of it and, and continue to f- find a way to get better every day, and it seems like they're both working at it. Um, John Ross' physique as well, it looked like he you know, um, was in the weight room a lot, but he still didn't, it didn't look like he lost a step speed-wise.
2: And, and you're going to get asked this question a ton, but how is a, a player going into a contract year, do you just focus on your business and not worry about the contract?
3: Uh, At this point, we're we're in training camp now, so that's my main focus. Uh, You know, in the off season, you can probably you know balance the both of them because you got a whole day to yourself. Right now, it's all football, so that's my main focus. I have an agent that handles that part of it.
2: One last question for you, Carlos. And this is going back a ways. This is going back to the Sugar Bowl. I'm covering training camp with Tony Pike. He does a lot of work with the ESPN 1530. That we reference you probably once at least a month for the times you hit him and the pain you gave him, inflicted upon him in the Sugar Bowl. Uh, just some memories of the Sugar Bowl.
3: Um, you know, we were we were there on a mission. Um, we were upset that we didn't get the opportunity at the big game. Um, so we were there trying to prove a point. It was in our mind, you know. We hung out with some of the UC guys before the game, and you know. All of us were kind of upset that both of our coaches, head coaches, were leaving. So, uh, you know, we renamed the No Coaches Bowl and <laughs> just went out there and played as hard as we could. And you know, as Florida wise, we were trying to make a point, to, you know, the world that we should have been in the, had a, another chance at the big game, even though we had lost.
2: Is there <clears throat> any any words you would you would say to? Tell, he's going to be out there today during practice. Is there an, any trash talk I can give him on your behalf?
3: Um. <laughs> Just tell him he don't have to keep his head on the swivel as much, but I might (laughs) still creep up behind
2: him. (laughs) That's Carlos Dunlap. Good stuff there from Dunlap. And, yeah, if you want to listen or watch Tony Pike and I recap the first couple days of Bengals practice, you can right now at LockedOnBengals.com. Also up on the website right now, interesting video. William Jackson III goes up against John Ross. That and so much more in one spot. LockedOnBengals.com. We're going to get back to... The podcast. We're going to discuss Alex Erickson. We're going to dive into that in just a second. But first, this episode is sponsored by Core Essentials. That's K O R E. Core Essentials makes the best belt you'll ever own. What makes the Core Track belt so awesome? No belt holes. That's right. Instead, their belts use a hidden track in the back of the belt with over 40 size points to choose from. You ever wonder why your pants slip and turn that waistline into a gut every day as you work, walk, eat, play? Your waist size fluctuates in and out just a little at a time. The core track belt adjusts to match your waist exactly. I love them. Each core track belt is just a a quarter inch apart. It's that simple. Each point on the belt. And The thing is, they have a one size fits all from size 24 to 44. An extra large belt up to 54 inches. It is awesome. You adjust the size yourself using their easy guide. It's super easy. I have two of these belts they're awesome. They're perfect for any kind of function you want. Weddings, I've I've worn them on TV. I wear them to heck warm to training camp. I'm wearing one right now. Core men's belts carry a 30 day money back guarantee and a full one year warranty against all defects, unusual wear or breakage. So you can be confident and know you're covered, but trust me, you're going to love it and want to get rid of all of your other belts. Visit CoreEssentials.com to learn more and get your own core track belt to see firsthand why it's the best belt you'll ever own. And we've got a special offer for you since you listen to the Locked On Bengals podcast, save 10% off your order when you use our code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, Locked On. That's CORE with a K, coreessentials.com, and use the code LOCKEDON to save 10% off your order.
0: Hey, guys, it's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes...
2: I'm James Erpene, and this is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Thanks again for tuning in today. I told you I caught up with Alex Erickson, and this is such a deep wide receiver room. The conversation isn't ending. I'm telling you now, and I know Josh Malone tweaked this hamstring yesterday. I'll probably know more about that. I'll tweet that out as soon as I figure out news. I don't think it's that serious, though. Initial indications from everything I've got, I don't think it's that serious, that being said, I hope it's not that serious because Malone looked great early on in camp. Ross has certainly looked uh, like we expected him to. A.J. Green as well. Joe Mixon. This team, I'm telling you, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked here. My 9-7 prediction, I'm telling you right now, if they can stay healthy on offense, and uh, Bill Lazor's scheme is what I'm hearing it is, I think they got a, a shot. Uh, and what I'm hearing it is is something that's very player-friendly. Let's, uh, let's talk with Alex Erickson. This is my conversation with Alex Erickson earlier today, and I asked Alex how comfortable he's feeling in the new offense, what he thinks about it, and more. Here's my one-on-one interview with Bengals wide receiver Alex Erickson. Alex, this is your third training camp now. Uh, how's it going so far, and how is it different with the new coaches, new faces, etc.? Yeah,
4: there's a little bit of learning going on as we install in different plays and stuff like that. But it's been going well. Um, we're progressing, and um, I'm happy with the progress I've made, and yeah. just gotta stay consistent and just you know keep doing it over and over again. Is the new playbook?
2: Is it harder? Is it easier? Is it less challenging? I, I've heard mixed reviews throughout the locker room, so I figured I'd ask.
4: Yeah, I like it. Um, I th- you know, it's it's different terminology and numbers and stuff like that, but um, you know, I think. It's one of those things, that's obviously challenging at the beginning, but now that we've had, you know, minicamp and OTAs to really learn it, and, um, it's really allowed us to really progress this, this training camp. In the locker room with
2: Alex Erickson. Alex, you were a guy that fought your way onto this team uh, at this time a couple years ago. Do you still have that chip on your shoulder? It seems like last year we were having this conversation, this year as well. It's a deep wide receiver room, yeah. uh, and, and it's probably as deep as it's been since you've been here.
4: Yeah, for sure. I think um yeah certainly I I feel like I got that chip I got to fight and scrap um you know and until they you know kick me out of here I'm I'm gonna do that and so uh it's no different it's the same mindset for me and um just gotta just gotta earn everything and nothing's gonna be handed to you and um we're all pushing each other all making each other better and uh but we're all competing well and uh, we all know that but it's a healthy competition and um it's been good so far, and we just gotta we just gotta keep going. I know I saw uh, you caught of. I think it was you were double teamed, or
2: it was in between two defenders a couple of days ago against Matt Barkley downfield, oh, or, yeah. or from Matt Barkley downfield uh, a deep ball. What have you seen from from Barkley and and Driscoll and, and the backup quarterbacks?
4: Yeah, it's uh, that's going to be a great battle too, and um, they're both obviously talented guys, but they both really understand the offense and have a great command of it in the huddle. And you you can as a receiver when he's calling the plays, you can really feel that. You know he's confident in what he's saying, and he's gonna put the ball where it needs to be, and um, so it just you know it makes you want to go out there and beat your guy, obviously, and be in the right spot. So he because you know he's gonna be able to find you and put it on you. Last year, obviously, the offensive line
2: was an issue. Being a receiver, obviously, you're dependent on Andy to get you the ball and the line to block. All of that is. Do you have more confidence? confidence almost in the line now that you you saw the Bengals this offseason made some moves to make a weakness potentially a strength
4: yeah they're definitely working hard as we all are and um so I mean we respect that and we see the the focus that they're putting on it and um you know we just got to trust that all the hard work not just alignment all the hard work we're putting in um is going to carry over and um really propel us into the season we want to have
2: a few more questions for Alex Erickson in the Bengals locker room. You uh, you got married last year, right before camp? Am I correct? E- after yeah 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 right? okay yep. I thought so. No. So yeah, the, the reason right. the reason I asked yeah, I saw you today. I just got engaged like a month ago. Hey, congratulations! So, thanks man. I, I need some advice though. <laughs> so what what's it like? First off, what's married life like? Is it much different than it
4: was before? We'll see. When I had when I got married, I literally left for training camp like a week after i got married so yeah, i you remember know, you saying I, that yeah um but no it's been great um obviously we just celebrated a year anniversary uh, it was a great year went fast um uh, but no it's great you'll you'll enjoy it especially if you if you got the right you got the right one you know it's uh it makes it makes life more enjoyable that's for sure
2: so no no advice then just just roll with it <laughs>
4: <laughs> you got this man you got this <laughs>
2: yeah, no, I'm not. I, I was just curious if you had any. any but it's treating you well. You, you, got, three, yeah. you got to experience it after January, after you got out of Yeah,
4: here. yeah, we went on like, our honeymoon, went to Jamaica and stuff, and really enjoyed ourselves. And uh, But, oh, it's great. I mean, it's, you know, it's, um, you're doing life together. So yeah. <laughs> there's, um it's uh it's a lifetime commitment and um so yeah it, it's serious but at the same time it's, yeah. it's 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 awesome
2: i don't want you to answer this question and it's not me asking <laughs> it how many times though have you been asked about kids because ever oh, since yeah. because that's a question after you get married that yep. you get asked i've gotten asked oh well when's the date like that's the mm-hmm. natural progression once you get engaged
4: oh yeah. when's the date so yeah. so how many times have you been asked like a thousand? Oh, so many uh <laughs> progression crazy like i mean my wife and i were together for a long time and then it's like oh when you guys get married and then it was okay they got married now it's like when are you having kids like we just celebrate a year like <laughs> let us live yeah, I, yeah. Mean, I hear you gotta gotta enjoy it a little bit but... well we'll keep living man yeah, exactly I thank you
2: say that isn't the case though I- i'm dead serious like if you're if you're engaged or married or whatever isn't there always something like everyone that's to- told me like hey Once you get engaged, no no one said that. I I kept getting asked, oh, when are you getting engaged? When are you getting engaged? Come on, when's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? It happens. And then the goalpost moves. Oh, well, when's the date? You don't have a date yet? I literally had a friend today text me, hey, do you have a date yet? Come on, man. No, we don't have a date yet. I'm, I'm zeroing in on one because you guys keep bugging me about it. But no, I don't have a date yet. But that's the case. And honestly, I'd much rather have date questions than people... I kind of think it's rude if you're... Fam- when are you guys having kids? Isn't that... Oh, it's borderline rude. Like, when? Like, it's just... A- oh, when are you... Come on. It's a big step. Big step. So, I would never ask him that, but I, I wanted to... I-, I figured he could relate to that, and I'm sure you guys can, too. How many times, if you were married, when you initially got married, was your family like, hey, what when when are babies coming? Are, are they coming now? What about now? And then you go to a family dinner, and you're like, hey, I've got new, We've got news. And it's something like career related, or like house related, and they're like, "Oh my god, we're gonna be grandparents!" No, no, you're not. No, no, you no, you're not. <laughs> I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. It's uh, it's great to be with you today. We'll be back at it tomorrow from the studio. No practice tomorrow. There's no uh, no open locker room or anything like that. It's an off day for training camp, so we'll be back at it from training camp here at Paul Brown Stadium on Wednesday tomorrow. I'll be back in the studio. You're here, You'll hear uh, the music and you get all the normal locked on Bengals coverage. Maybe I'll get a guest on. Been doing a lot of guests. Maybe we'll get a guest on though because it's really hard to get like outside guests on during the podcast or on the podcast while i'm down here so maybe we'll do that just because the quality is tougher to do and there's ways to do it but it's tougher uh this way yeah maybe we'll work on a guest for tomorrow i'm james rapine thank you so much for listening today two things remember the code locked on when you go to CoreEssentials.com. also subscribe to itunes google play spotify stitcher the iheart radio app and wherever you get your podcast. Check out LockedOnBengals.com. I'll have a recap video from today's practice after the practice up on the website. Also, a recap of anything that goes on, injury updates, et cetera. And if you haven't been there recently, there's a ton up there right now of Bengals training camp coverage at LockedOnBengals.com. Until tomorrow, thank you so much for listening today on the Locked On Bengals podcast.